0: Today we give thanks and glory to God for all the saints for the church triumphant for the just souls of men and women made perfect for the great cloud of witnesses those who ran their race exceedingly well those of heroic sanctity and virtue those who obeyed the great commandment loving the Lord their God with all their heart soul, mind, and strength. Those who overcame the world, the flesh, and the devil because they reckoned all things as rubbish in comparison to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ. Today, on this feast of all saints, we rejoice in those who took the Sermon on the Mount seriously who had the Beatitudes etched on their hearts, those who became veritable citizens of the city of God which cannot be hidden, those who were and are lights shining on a hill, those who in this
1: life became perfect as their Heavenly Father is perfect. This is what our Lord calls us to The feast of
0: all saints could be described as an aspirational feast. Matthew 5 48, Be ye therefore perfect, our Lord says, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. The call to perfection, the call to sainthood, is not like unto selective service. The ones whom we call saints weren't drafted into the Lord's army while the rest of us get to stay home on the couch. No, they answered a call which is extended to all. Every Christian is called to be a saint, to become in practice, in actuality, that which we are identified as by virtue of incorporation into Christ through the sacrament of holy baptism. The word saint means holy one. And in Scripture, the word saint is most often used to refer to all Christians, to all the baptized. So much of St. Paul's argumentation in his epistles, his letters, Goes like this. In Christ, you are X, Y, and Z. Therefore, in cooperation with the Spirit of God, act accordingly. You are buried with Christ in baptism. You are risen and ascended in Christ. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Therefore, stop living like you're in Egypt. Set your mind on things above. put to death what is earthly in you. Put on Christ and live
1: for the age to come In "The Catholic Religion: a
0: manual for instruction for members of the Anglican Communion. It's a mouthful, the title of that book. Vernon Staley writes this: "The Communion of Saints." embraces the whole family of God. The glorified saints, the holy angels, the faithful departed, and the faithful still on earth. So while today is primarily focused on the glorified saints, those who get an ST in front of their name, We must not forget that we who are alive and remain are also a part of the communion of saints. As we prayed in the collect of the day, God has knit together his elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. There is one body of Christ comprised of the living and the dead. The church triumphant, as they are often called, the church triumphant in heaven, is before the throne of God in worship with us on earth. And the saints intercede for us, the church militant on earth. However, for the glorified saints in heaven, the strife is o'er. The battle is done, as the hymn says. But for us, the saints on earth, the battle rages on.
1: We are still running our race. To quote another hymn, our processional hymn from this morning,
0: which beautifully sums up the church's intention for this feast. third stanza says, O may thy soldiers, faithful, true, and bold, fight as the saints who nobly fought
1: of old and win with them the victor's crown of gold. Brothers and sisters, we are at war. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against
0: principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this
1: world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Do you know, are you convinced of this truth, that spiritual
0: warfare is real? It's real. It's, it's as real as the war over in the Middle East. In fact, all conflicts of flesh and blood are downstream of the war that rages in the heavenly realms. In the psychic or spiritual realm. By psychic, I'm referring to soul spiritual, not like Dion Warwick 1900.
1: Get your palm red, sort of thing. Spiritual warfare is real.
0: I'm not talking about some of us in our upbringing or just being in, I guess, a post-Christianized culture. There's still residue of Christian spirituality. We can encounter some odd stuff, to put it nicely. You not being able to find a parking space at Target or Starbucks running out of the pumpkin sauce This is not spiritual warfare. No one in heaven or on earth or under the earth cares whether or not you get your PSL. Okay? So, kooky Christian subculture notwithstanding, again, spiritual warfare is real. Now, I'm about to say something that... To be honest with you, I'm reluctant to say because it can be damaging to our souls. Acknowledging spiritual warfare or or having a a certain uh, perspective of spiritual warfare can lead to pride. can lead to pride. I've seen it. You know, I'm so uh, important in the kingdom of God. That's why I'm undergoing these struggles. So let me preface my statement with this. You're not special. I'm not special. Um, The thief has come to kill, to steal, and destroy, and he does so indiscriminately. Satan and his minions hate and work against all the faithful, against all Christians. This is the reality. So having said that, I want to humbly suggest, I want to suggest that this church and the families herein are under siege, that demonic forces are working over
1: time to tear apart you and your families. Now, I, I could be wrong. I'm not a charismatic person. I, I don't see a demon behind every door. So I could be wrong, but I think we should proceed as if I'm not. And I want you to know, this is not something I've
0: discerned in isolation, but, in, but reluctantly in concert with wise counselors. But I just want you to think for a moment. Um, all that has gone on and is going on in our little church. I mean, tragedy, death, illness, political persecution, internal struggles, relationship, family struggles, a spiritual heaviness and malaise. And that goes without mentioning our corporate struggles. I mean, are we ever going to find a place to meet? I mean, what in the world? But this struggle is not about All Souls, Inc. It's not about the 501c3 organization on Sundays. I don't know. I, I have a vision. I have a dream for this church that I believe was given to me by the Lord. I'm not losing confidence. I'm not discouraged. But at the end of the day, I don't know why this church exists. And the reality is, is that the corporation could very well go defunct.
1: The church might exist, maybe, perhaps, so that one of you, or that one of your children, become a saint. One who sets the world on fire for Christ. Regardless of your read on the situation, we are engaged in a battle. We are running our race. The strife for us is not over. The nave is a battleship. This is holy ground, and this is also a battleground. Liturgy is warfare. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of
0: rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. No, Lord God of host of
1: the angelic and saintly army. This is the reality, so let us this morning join the fray. The Feast of All Saints
0: is one of four baptismal feasts. And kudos to you if you know the other three. And in just a few moments, we're going to renew our baptismal covenant, which will, will, on the one hand, serve to remind us of who we are, that we are God's saints, that we are His holy ones, and that those who fear the Lord will lack
1: nothing. Those who fear the Lord will fear nothing else. It will remind us who we are, and whose we are, that we belong to God, and who we are called to be,
0: namely, saints. It's an opportunity for us as Christians, four
1: times a year, to double down, to extend the contract, as it were. The promises of baptism are, are promises to pursue union with Christ, perfection in
0: Christ. And therefore, as we renew these promises, you'll see, we're asking for God's help, for his aid, for his rescue, for his salvation, because it's only
1: in his power that we can keep these promises. We're also reminded that God is
0: powerfully working through his saints, that the Lord is glorious in his saints. So as we renew our promises, we are implicitly invoking the saints, invoking
1: the heavenly host to intercede for us and to help us. Much of Christian prayer, and you see this throughout the Psalms, for example, is this.
0: It's humbly, yet boldly reminding God of his promises. Not that he's forgotten. Oh, I never knew, I promised that. But it's recognizing a disparity between our circumstances and who God is and what he's promised to be in the midst of his children and calling upon God to act, to show up, to bring the kingdom of God on earth as in heaven. That doesn't mean prosperity theology. That doesn't mean that God's going to solve all our problems. But it's calling upon him to say, Lord, I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, and I
1: need you by my side so that I fear no evil. Because we're asking for him, for his presence. Because
0: nothing that you're going to get, the raise that you need because inflation's out of control,
1: whatever it is that you think is going to make you happy and satisfied, is not. Abundant life is found
0: alone in Jesus Christ. So we're asking God, we know who you are. We know what you've promised. I can't see your character and I
1: can't see your promises anywhere in this situation. Lord, we need you to act. So as we renew our baptismal vows, as you're sprinkled with holy water, kids, you're going to get wet. It's, It's coming. Don't be surprised. We're going to battle. We're drawing a line in the sand. We're firing shots into the ether, as it were. Proclaiming
0: to the whole of creation that we are indeed the children of God. That we have been delivered from sin, death, and Satan by the blood of the Paschal Lamb. That we have gone through the Red Sea, through the waters of baptism to freedom. That we are no longer under Satan's tyranny. We no longer live in the domain of darkness. But we have been transferred to the kingdom of God's beloved Son. Jesus Christ our Lord. At whose name demons flee. And at whose name
1: all bow down. Whether in heaven or in earth or under the earth.